Hello, this is Stephen. This is Anna. And this is the Stephen and Anna Wood Podcast. Where we talk about family, God, contemporary topics, and even pet peeves. Unscripted. Unbridled. Uncanny. And we hardly ever know what we're talking about, but we hope you enjoy it as much as we do. Well, good evening, y'all. It's time for another podcast. It's me and Sister Anna Wood. (laughs) I call her Sister Anna Wood. If I'm your sister, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a big problem. No, I I, I like joking like that about me and a buddy of mine. I always call her. (laughs) Now, listen, there's nothing wrong with calling your people in church, sister and brother. I grew up that way. Um, We like doing it because it's... It seems odd nowadays. You don't hear people in church saying, hey, sister so-and-so, or hey, brother so-and-so. <clears throat> but uh, but it was a norm back when I was a kid. How about you, Anna? Did you have that growing up? Did not. No. You didn't? They no. just called each other by their name. Yeah, well, I'm from the South, so it was Miss so-and-so or Mr. so-and-so first name. Huh. So I, I would be Miss Anna. You would be Mr. Stephen. Oh, Okay. We always talked about doing a podcast, and here we are on episode two. And look how far we've come! Oh my gosh, look at we're we're famous now. Let's stop and think back. <laughs> you know, it's going to take a special type of person to sit here and listen to us because we're we're just going to talk about whatever we want to talk about. It could we're be we're just going to visit. We're just we're just going to visit. It's just a Sunday afternoon visit. Yeah. So uh, I saw you. Working on the bar today, listening to some videos. Proud of you, babe. Oh, thank you. When you say the bar, though, <laughs> oh, you might want to clarify. For those who listen. I'm not she, working at the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a barmaid. Yeah, no. Not she, that there's anything wrong with that. No, she's, she's working. Um, she's already graduated law school. That just happened. That just happened. And so she's... Um, studying for the bar which you had to pass called the bar to be a lawyer um it's a two-day exam Although, well hold a minute you you're what? considered a lawyer but you I'm can't a practice i'm not until you pass the, the bar that's right i'm not admitted to the bar and so okay. i cannot practice as a okay. lawyer okay okay I'm not licensed. i got you i got it's you it's a barrier to entry so but uh, listen to this though i didn't tell you this i went to the dentist earlier this week okay and the hygienist who cleaned my teeth, yeah, she said that, um, I told her I was studying for the bar, and she said, oh, isn't that like a three-day exam? I said, no, it's two days. She said to be a dental hygienist, it's, I think, a nine-hour exam. And she said it costs $2,000 to take that exam. And so everybody just treats it like a job to study for it because you don't want to have to fail Nine it. Nine hours? You don't want to have to fail it because then you have to wait three months before you can take it again. I mean, it sounds almost just as intense as the bar exam. That's crazy. I thought so. Not to be a dentist, you understand. Not Just just for the hygienist. I don't even know what the the dentist has to go through, but that's for... Just doing the the cleanings and taking the X rays, the nurse the kind of role. So well, I, I heard that, that uh, to be a trash man, you had to go like summer camp. Oh, you wouldn't believe what you have to do to be a trash. It's like man. three months. Yeah, you, you have to. Yeah, you have to. You have to do a lot of stuff that has nothing to do it's with, with taking care of the trash. Yeah, 
but it's we have to know, do it with rhythm. Is yeah. the that's the key. It's um. So. Anyway, enough of that. <laughs> Nonsense. So you don't know anything about being a trash man. <laughs> you know, I, I met a guy that um, he. I don't know exactly what he was doing, but I think he was he was actually getting dirty. And he was making over $100,000 a year. What do you mean he was getting dirty? I think he, he was, was the one on the back labor? of the truck. Oh, you mean he was a trash man? Yeah, I think he was making eighty dollars to $100,000 a year doing that. And it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't well, put it past him because people don't. You'd have don't, to pay me at least that to do that job. Yeah, it's that sweet and sour mash smell that you, you get to <laughs> smell every day. <laughs> And you eventually emit yourself. You know when what I was go ahead. When I was single one time, <laughs> I went out on a date with this girl that worked in the hog factory, and she said you're making stuff up. I'm not. She worked in the hog factory, and uh, huge, huge, like oh, you know, you know those places that over a million hogs, you know. Yeah, like a corporate. Yeah, corporate. Operation. And. Uh, she said, you can take a shower. After work, you can take a shower three or four times and still smell them hogs oh. in your hair and stuff. Oh, I bet. My mom used to say, it's it's in your nostrils. <laughs> it's in <laughs> And you got a smell nostrils. that you can't get rid of. It's not on you. It's in you. <laughs> it's kind of like the person when they say, what is that smell? And they're like, oh, it's it's nothing. It's your top lip. Uh, <laughs> That's but your, your mom mouth. said it's in your nostrils, not the top lip. Yeah. Um, same, same, I guess. Well, that's cool. I bet. Um, I bet you'd have to shower like in tomato juice, isn't that? A, that's a thing for skunks. If you get sprayed by a skunk, you have to bathe in tomato juice to get rid of the smell. So I'm guessing that the tomato juice is a, has acidic. And yeah, maybe it has, it's a pH thing. I don't know. <laughs> it's a pH. We're not, like, we're not chemists. We need to get a hold of the skunks and let them know. You know, I wonder what would happen. Have if you, you tried tomato wait, soup? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, what if you bathed <laughs> a skunk in tomato juice? Bathe the skunk in tomato juice. Do you think? And do you think V eight would work? Because that's vegetable juice. No, that's not mostly the real tomato juice. It'd have to be homemade, babe. It will only take care You're of. You're saying smell. you'd have to mash the actual tomatoes yourself? Yes. I don't think so. To get rid of that smell for the skunk. <laughs> I don't think so. And to put him on a tomato only diet. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, nowadays you can't tell when you walk when you drive by some of these places whether you smell a skunk or it's marijuana. You know, it, it's true. the The smell of marijuana is much more prevalent than than ever. Yeah, I remember as a kid. Um, the only time I smelled it's not that, our neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. just to clarify. Yeah, it's not it's our household. Just it's not our neighborhood. Speaking, you can be driving down the road and catch a whiff of it. But if you go to Vegas, next door. Yeah, you go to Vegas. I remember the first time I went to Vegas. Uh, I told my brother, I said, man, I have, n- have done nothing but smelled skunk since I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> and what did and your brother say? And my brother laughed. He said, no, buddy, that's called marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> your brother's so worldly. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's legal there. I, di- I didn't know it was so legal there. And it's very legal there. Um, but, uh, yeah. The many, the many <laughs> aromas of life: <laughs> marijuana, weed, hogs. Okay. <laughs> what What do you think? What do you think is the worst possible job you could have? The worst. Yeah, yeah. Like I guess if you if you had really limited options, like childcare. Maybe, 
<laughs> no, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, no, because it could. If you if you had made some bad life choice, some poor life choices that kind of left you backed into a corner where you could only get certain jobs. Well, obviously, you're thinking of something that's sludgy. Um, well, you prob- wouldn't be working with children. Probably uh, dealing with porta potties. Oh, that's a good one. That's I was gonna say probably the cleaning out septic tanks, which is similar. Yes, uh, but then again, cleaning out septic tanks, you, I'm sure you got a lot of equipment, you know. Well, you got equipment, but you still got to get but down in there. You can mess up probably with the unless you got some kind of crane ordeal. Anyway, I wouldn't want to be doing either one. Neither one of them. No, no, they deal with the same <clears throat> stuff. <laughs> The same stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But it looks like we're on the same page about what the worst possible stuff happens, babe. (laughs) Wait, wasn't there used to be a show called Dirty Jobs? Was it called Dirty Jobs? Yeah. Mike something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would go and actually do the job for a couple of weeks. I like that guy because he I seen him talk about how the whole push is get to people to go to go to college. And he's like, what happened to trade school? What happened to sending guys yeah. to trade school and learning was, something to do with their hands? He was giving advice before his time because absolutely. trades are in high demand. Oh, absolutely. And there are very few people to fill those jobs, so they're high-paying jobs now. Yep. Even plumbers. Now, my cousin's daughter, she, <laughs> no, seriously, though, especially plumbers, I think. No, my, my they, cousin's they daughter had the, her strategy when she got out of high school was to go um, and get like an associate's degree to become an electrician and then do that to earn bank so that she could go get a bachelor's degree in what she really wanted to do. And I thought that was pretty smart. And she's a smart girl. So she became an electrician, but she quickly worked herself up to sort of a high ranking, you know, like management type position. Mm-hmm. Never needed the bachelor's degree, saved a bunch of money, and then traveled the world. Well, now getting back to the what I wouldn't want to do, uh-huh. anything with like massive heights or claustrophobic quarters, mm-hmm. for instance... I think to be a, like a professional bug man. <laughs> like an exterminator? Exterminator with critters. But um, I think you have to be willing to go, you know, in some tight spaces. Well, you'd have to go. Well, and I don't know if the exterminator goes in a crawl space. Like, un- you mean like under the house or in the attic? I got a buddy something? of mine. He did it. And he said he had he, uh, he got attacked by a raccoon in there. And then he saw some big snakes in there, and so you got one thing going for you where you're claustrophobic. Then you, then you, basically, <laughs> I would be creating a new subfloor for the house if I saw a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you have you always lived in a home with a crawl space, or or, and do you go? In a crawl you know, space? actually, uh, the house I grew up in was a slab home, and then we moved into a crawl space. Uh, and did you go in the crawl space for anything ever? Mm-mm, no. I don't mind basements. <laughs> <laughs> Our current house has a basement. The house I grew up in for the most for most of my childhood had a basement. But 
I personally, in my adult life, have lived in two homes with crawl spaces. The first home, the crawl space was really tight. You know what's funny about basements? If the basement is finished, it's not haunted. But if it's just (laughs) cement blocks that you see on the wall, then you're guaranteed it's haunted. (laughs) When you say haunted, do you mean by wild animals or do you mean by actual spirits? I mean, like, I'm going to be, you know, as a kid, I'll be down there total of 2.8 seconds to get my toy and get back upstairs. <laughs> and it only fell down there is why it's down there. <laughs> it's so funny, though. As, even to this, I'm a grown man. I still think the same way. It's like when the the basement is considered living space, it's heated and air conditioning. It's got drywall. and so on. It's not as creepy. You know, we're sitting in my in my basement now my studio I, I took the 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 basement the whole basement for the studio and and uh i love it down here it feels well it's got a it's got its own bathroom two guest bedrooms and the studio and you know basically when we got married i got an apartment too <laughs> <laughs> but you don't sleep down here no i don't but we we both love it down here yeah it is it's it's a pretty awesome space yeah, so uh, did you guys have a basement growing up? Yeah, growing up, I lived in a ranch-style house that was, the main floor was probably like 2,200 square feet or, or some, between 2,200 and 2,500 square feet. And then there was a full basement, so it doubled the size of the house. Mm. It's incredible. It was partially finished. There was some unfinished space, some partially finished space. So where you had but, your ping pong championships? Mm-hmm, we had a pool table and a ping pong table that my my parents bargain shopped for. And we lived out in the country, so there wasn't a lot to do outside the house. I mean, except outside, going to the creek and playing in the woods. You lived around the big furniture capital of the world, right? Yes. The furniture capital of the world, Thomasville. That was where I spent... The latter half of my childhood, and we had a creek. But we had we had a couple acres, I think, but we had a creek running by our house and a lot of woods, a lot of wooded area. Our neighbors were pretty far from us. Hold on, do you call it a creek or a creek? Creek. We call it a creek. Yeah. See, I I grew up calling it a creek. Well, I, I won't hold that against you. I appreciate that. It is. It is spelled with two E's. Which Anybody listening to in listen e. this podcast? Yeah, I know, I know. But you know, there's a lot of things like how you, do you say pecan or pecan pie? Well, it depends. Pecan pie, but the nut is a pecan. Okay, <laughs> you're just trying to fit in, aren't you? Well, yeah, <laughs> naturally. I always call it pecan pie. I got a buddy of mine, born and raised in the South. He calls it pecan. A lot of people around here call it pecan, pecan pie. Okay, so <clears throat> since we're on the food, you know I like to talk about food, babe. That's, you know, I never get true. bored talking about food. Do you? Now you had my mom's banana pudding, okay? Um, yes. Uh, and so unofficially, the best banana pudding. Absolutely, bar none. My mom's. The, Best banana pudding I've ever had. Barb Nunn. Barb Nunn. Her name's Barbara. And uh, my dad loved her banana pudding as well. It's the meringue on top. Yeah, it's about, what, seven feet tall? I had never experienced before. (laughs) I mean, I've seen it, and I've heard tell. Yeah. (laughs) But where I'm from, there's no meringue on top. 
she can barely fit it in the uh, oven because the meringue's so tall. But uh, <laughs> no, it's not that tall. I like exaggerating if you have noticed. But um, he's hyperbolic. Yep. And uh, it has nothing. It has nothing to do with my sugar level in my body. <laughs> but um, said, for those that I don't said, know, I said we're getting it treated. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pill for hyperbole. <laughs> um, but um, no. Um, so. You've had, like, there's a place here in the South called Smithville's Barbecue and Chicken. Or Smithville's, yeah. Smithville's Smith Chicken and Barbecue. It's chicken before the barbecue? Okay. It is. Well, they have these little, to the side as you're ordering, you can look over and see inside this ice, there's a pecan pie and banana pudding. So the first time I went there, I, I got the banana pudding. And it is, it's got that, that fake... Banana flavoring, mm, which is that's, not, that's a mistake. Yeah, you know, I don't think I think it's actual sin somewhere. Probably well, find it somewhere in the Bible. Like I said, it's at least a mistake. <clears throat> well, you didn't mean to do that, did you? It's funny how you know. It's funny. I, I tell you, I'm, I'm no, I'm weird. But that goes in the same category. Like I'm not crazy about pineapple. Sure. But one of my favorite, if not favorite, cake. Is upside down pineapple cake. <laughs> so tell me I'm weird. <laughs> She's laughing at me. Upside down pine- pineapple upside down cake. Did I say pineapple upside down you cake? You said upside down pineapple cake, which sounds like it could be something different. Upside down pineapple cake. Like, yeah. Which is first, it's the upside or pineapple? <laughs> pineapple upside down cake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I live with, y'all? No, I want to go back Constantly. to the banana pudding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what makes the banana pudding? I think my dad even said this, too. Um, well, number one, the pudding itself has to be you know, cooked. Homemade, cooked and homemade and stuff like that. But the proper amount of vanilla wafers, which means, you know, depending on the size of the, oh, the pan. Oh, it's a ratio thing. It's a, it's a ratio thing. It's very need, important. Okay, wait a minute. In every bite, you have to have pudding... Not pudding. Pudding, <laughs> banana, and cookie. Oh, and, and if not... And meringue, I guess. If not two cookies. And I don't like the cookies to be crunchy. What if you're a little, What if you're missing a banana, though? Is that okay? Yeah. It's pretty good. So you can just have... Because especially when you put it in the, in the um, refrigerator, the next day you're... Well, here's you're the, fine, this is you what find yourself gonna... <laughs> going, getting, scooping it out and, and trying to miss all the black-looking... Um, <laughs> Bananas, right? They're right. No, well, okay. So this is my problem with using the banana flavored pudding. Is that banana when you put it in something, it is so prolific. I mean, it permeates everything, mm-hmm. and immediately everything tastes like banana. So there's no need for the artificial banana flavor if you just use ban- if you just use vanilla pudding, and you put the bananas in the pudding, then you've got banana flavored. Like naturally banana flavor pudding, so I don't understand. Yeah, really, we probably need to write a dissertation on it. I don't know about that, but um, there's a difference. That natural flavoring is pretty rank. The That's, artificial? You mean the artificial? The artificial flavoring is is just it's 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 not God approved. Well, certainly not kosher. You know, lately we've been hearing a lot about UFOs. 
Maybe you've been seeing those videos and stuff. Maybe you've been here. I, I don't pay attention to that stuff. Well, Miami this week, there was um, some video, some very, very, very blurry and convincing video. <laughs> <laughs> blurry and convincing? <laughs> no, it's, it's always... It's, it's a so, case of you see I'll what you want to see. The best of any video out there, of any video... Is the comment section. Definitely. <laughs> That's so true. They're like, this is 2024, and some guy used a Motorola <laughs> to videotape this. A Motorola phone. <laughs> no like security a, camera footage anywhere. No, none. <laughs> but supposing there were eight to ten feet creatures walking the streets of Miami, and nobody pulled out a phone that was at least past the year 1992 <laughs> to videotape it um but i'll tell you right now all that stuff is, is it's it's um it's distraction it's trying, trying to get people to oh, think definitely get people's minds off of other bigger issues and bigger fish to fry and some people uh they don't want us talking about the hard stuff no <laughs> Bless her heart, I saw this one woman. She was this is getting deep, but there's a there's a technology supposedly by we'll we'll leave out the word, but um higher power, not in spiritual but in in um politics, that the technology's there to do holograms from the sky and do all kinds of sights and sounds. Okay, that's believable. Yeah. And so I saw this one video, and it looked it looked like it kind of favored you know angelic forms and lights and stuff in the sky. Mm-hmm. And some woman was uh she was about having church right there, looking at it all, and she just thought it was definitely from the Lord. And uh, of course, it came out later that it was just. Um, a light show by I was gonna say some electronics were across town was putting a spotlight up oh, in the sky. I, you know what? I forgot. My buddy of mine told me he said he found out that it was a um football game or something going on. Oh yeah. And the lights were reflecting off the clouds or something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And well, uh that's called placebo effect. But you probably couldn't tell that, that lady that she's no. It wasn't no good it wasn't no football well, game. Well, I think God can use Things like that to speak to you. I, I just, Absolutely, I think but, that it could be at the right time. Putting it out to the world that this is angels for everybody. Maybe I don't know. Angels <laughs> for everybody sounds like a slogan. Maybe like for a department store. Angels for everybody. <laughs> angels on your pillow. Well, we didn't talk about much, but we had a good time, and I'm hoping you guys are enjoying what we're talking about. And we're going to get better at this. We're just we're just getting started, and um, we're we're a couple of crazy people, but, <laughs> but we uh, we enjoy talking to each other, and we're just letting you guys hear what we're talking about. But uh, we look forward to talking to you again, and um, got some new music coming out, and working on a record right now, and um, it's a classic country record, Volume Two, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. But um, anyway. Love y'all. We will see you again next time on Stephen and Anna Wood. Wood.